This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 11, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Great news! Views on the News from the Couch is now heard on five continents and is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Time for the quick hitters. Scotty Scheffler wins the Masters. Tiger does not. Russia is focusing on the East and the Southeast in its invasion of Ukraine. Ukrainian forces have blocked some of those efforts. Zelensky says this is a key week. Finland and Sweden may join NATO as early as this summer. File that under unintended consequences from Putin attacking Ukraine. I think it was just a stupid Facebook main, but I saw a can for dog poop with Putin's face on it, and it was labeled Poo-Tin. Let's make that happen. Apple has shifted some production of the iPhone 13 to India to reduce reliance on China. Despite being Twitter's largest shareholder, Elon Musk will not be joining the board of directors. I'm assuming that being a director might restrict his ability to comment. An Air Force veteran was locked out of LinkedIn, quote, due to hate speech, end quote, for basically saying she grew up poor, worked herself out of poverty, paid for her colleges, does not want to pay for someone else's college loans. This pissed me off, but her account is back on and LinkedIn said oops. I like it when a company says oops. Still, there does seem to be a trend where these things affect mostly conservatives. Moving on. General Alexander Dvornikovus is known as the Butcher of Syria, where he targeted civilians. This general is now heading up Russia's efforts in Ukraine. Russia had three different zones, each with a different general, and now this general is the one general in overall charge. From NBC News, quote, He is the goon called in by Vladimir Putin to flatten cities like Aleppo in Syria, said retired Admiral James Stavridis. Continuing, he had used tools of terrorism throughout that period, including working with the Syrian forces, torture centers, systematic rape, nerve agents. He is the worst of the worst. This may be a sign that Putin is settling in for a long, ugly, evil slog. What do reasonable people do against evil? I got nothing. France conducted their first round of the 2022 presidential election with a voter participation of 73.3%, which was their lowest voter turnout in 20 years. I always like context. For context, in the U.S., in the presidential uh, 2020 general election, the voter participation rate was 67%, though I am comparing what might be called a primary election to a general election. So France's voter participation rate is a lot better than ours. Back to France. Macron, a centrist, and Le Pen, who is described as far-right, will be facing off in the general election. Click the link in the show notes for more on this. Speaking of elections, a friend of mine commented on the lack of quality of our presidential candidates. The choices we are presented with. As an aging man with an unhealthy affection for my couch, I thought back to 1973 when the high school debate topic for the year was how the United States should select presidential and vice presidential candidates. Much of the debates talked about how we should take the candidate decision-making process out of the smoke-filled rooms and into the bright lights of primaries. Made sense. Folks in those smoke-filled rooms would be cutting deals and doing some borderline unscrupulous things. But I think we lost something. 
the folks in those smoke-filled rooms probably knew the candidates. Certainly better than I know the candidate when I go to vote in a primary. They may have worked with the candidate or at least talked with the candidate over several years. Maybe they played poker with the candidate. Supposedly Nixon was a great poker player winning quite a bit of money at the end of World War II on a transport ship returning to the United States. We also say we want a candidate that tells the truth. Okay, but could that candidate get elected? If a candidate truthfully tells the truth on every position they hold, I think they would turn off 2 or 3% of the voters per position because some voters are one-issue voters. Lastly, many of us don't vote in primaries. I think the farther you are from being a moderate, the more likely you are to vote in the primary. Guess what? That tends to result in more polarizing candidates. I talked about this next subject last week and just can't let it go. A conference at the University of Chicago on, quote, disinformation and the erosion of democracy, end quote. To kick things off, let me give a shout out to me. Last week, I offered that misinformation is like body odor. You only notice it on someone else. Hopefully, you chuckle on hearing that line and then go, yeah, there's some truth to that. That line comes to mind when I read of CNN calling out Fox News for disinformation. Note I'm not defending Fox News here, just saying both could use a shower. Fun times happened at the conference when University of Chicago students asked about false CNN stories on Smollett and on Russian collusion. CNN's Brian Settler ducked that question like George Bush ducking the shoe thrown by the Iraqi in a news conference a few years back. I taped Brian Settler's show and am going to watch it so I have some context and perspective. There are many articles on this conference, but one I added to the show notes is from Jonathan Turley. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.